Hey, I'm Daniel, a political activist and campaigner turned management consultant turned coach. And this is PolitikWise, the podcast where politics meets personal development. Let's face it, it's easy to criticize those in politics. But being in politics is not an easy ride. And yet for many who make the leap, it's worth it. They can make a real difference. So how can we have both? How can we make a difference while at the same time showing up as the best version of ourselves? It's a question that's been with me for the last 20 years. First, when I started out as an activist leading an NGO, then when I did a PhD in politics, and later when I quit my job in consulting to help build up a political movement and run an election campaign. And today, as I coach young leaders who want to make a difference while staying true to themselves. I know the answers are out there, so join me on this podcast. We'll hear from political leaders, from psychologists, neuroscientists, philosophers about their findings and experiences. And together, we learn about the ideas, mindsets, and tools of wise people in politics and beyond. Let's go. My guest today is the co-president of the political party Volt in Denmark. She started up the party from scratch in 2018. In 2019, she ran for the European Parliament elections as a European Dane in Belgium. I've uh, worked with her quite a bit over the last four years. She has inspired me and I've seen her inspire others through her leadership. I'm really happy uh, to have her on the podcast. And my guest today is Katrin Richter. Catherine, Hello. great to have you on. <laughs> Hello, Daniel. Thank you for inviting me. And let me start by saying you inspire me as well. <laughs> and I think we've worked together on 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 multiple things. One thing has been um, in Vault Europa, the the strategy process. Um, but uh, let let me perhaps take the listeners back to 2018, because this is when you became active, at least in Vault. Be curious to hear if uh, if you'd been active in politically before that. Um, yeah. But I, I guess the question is, how come? You right? You, I, I guess you had a full time job back then. You were doing other things at least. <laughs> what yeah. what made you jump into politics in two, in two thousand eighteen? Well, it's a it's a word that goes around a lot, and it's tipping point. I think we all come to a point in our lives where we realize that. Um, we have to do something differently than we've done before. And that certainly happened for me after Brexit in 2016. Mm. And it happened to me, another one was, an, another push towards the edge was when Trump was elected. And um, the people I've been speaking with um, over these four years and even before um, before that, I've I've come to understand that these, you know, this process takes time. Nobody woke up one day and said, okay, today I'm going to be political and then tomorrow they change the world. It's very much a process. It's very much a personal journey. I know that sounds perhaps a bit, a bit far-fetched, but it, it really is about building your own sense of self and, and your own sense of tipping point. How much are you willing to tolerate or even worse, how much are you willing to ignore? And, uh, I think that was that was a point for me in 2018. It was a point for me in 2016 um, where I found it impossible to continue to ignore what was happening. And 
Um, I, I had, um, before joining Vault, I had been uh, part of a small startup uh, political organization in Denmark because I, I, didn't, I didn't feel that any of the established parties really spoke to me. I think a lot of people feel that um, the established parties have failed on a number of different things. Uh, and it's difficult to f- to feel a, a trust um, in 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 uh, many of the established parties. That's certainly how I felt. So um, reaching a tipping point and then finding an opportunity, I, I joined this, this small startup political organization, and it didn't it didn't go very far. But I certainly learned a lot of things myself. I uh, I wouldn't have been without that experience because it taught me what not to do, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and uh, and I think that's as important as uh, as as learning what to do because growing um, not only in a political role but in in a um, a responsible role um, and that can be in any you know you can be responsible for a project you can be responsible for people but growing in a role of responsibility definitely means registering your failures and registering what went wrong and learning from those experiences. And um, mm. so by the time 2018 came around, this was in early spring, um, I had some experience, but I didn't have established party experience. And um, and I, I, I feel like I still don't have <laughs> established party experience. And I kind of like that because I meet so many people on the streets that ha- you know, have or have not been involved with established politics before. That's the jargon that we hear and that we have heard probably throughout our lives. This is how politics is. This is what we do. This is how things are done. And then I look at what has come of all that status quo and I think, okay, well, Let's not do that anymore, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, because people don't engage in politics. They feel alienated from the process. Um, they feel um, hateful even towards those engaged in politics. And all the while, we are happy to believe that politics has got nothing to do with us, even though everything we do is political. We are part of society. If you have an opinion about where you know, the intersection should be on your local street or whether or not there should be opening hours in, in, in clubs or whether or not there should be, you know, masks on your face or vaccines or whatever. Every time you have an opinion about how society should be, we are political. And uh, and the, the success of established parties and their failures, I believe, is to create that incredible divide between people and politics when in fact they are one and the same thing mm. so it, it, it sounds like a build-up uh, and then this tipping point that brings you to this decision right to, to get mm-hmm. to get active and i'm wondering if you look a little bit back is there i mean did, did you grow up uh, as someone who's politically interested um, not at all no yeah no i i think um <clears throat> i I grew up um, uh, reading a lot, uh, being interested in in science and literature and uh, writing. But I also felt that while I was never part of a youth 
of a young political party or a youth organization affiliated with a political party. And um, my growing up in my 20s, seeing who became active in politics, it was the same story. They'd been kind of been, don't want to say the word groomed, but they'd been trained in a youth party organization and then graduated to become an adult politician um, and then uh, uh, being voted in as a minister or something of importance. And so for me, I just always thought, well, I'm, I'm too old. <laughs> I, uh, I didn't get, I didn't get my shot because I didn't, um, mm. I didn't start off in youth politics. I think many feel that way that, it, that they, they might be looking for a political party and they don't find it, or they might be mm. trying to find, um, uh, uh, some sort of connection, but being a politician, being active in politics, uh, it's very, uh, it's, it's, it was never something that, that I thought I could do. Mm -hmm. You just said politician. Do you, do you identify yourself already as a, as a politician? How, 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 how comfortable are you with that label? I'm very comfortable with it, mainly because I think um, part of what Walt is trying to do, part of what I'm trying to do is to underline this fact that, that we are all political. And in, in my mind, through that thought process, being a politician means standing by that fact that I do have an opinion about society. I am voicing it, and it is my aspiration to 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 be a, a representative of people and a voice of of new ideas. And yeah. that is what politicians do today, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that's great to hear because. Um, I sometimes observe that I have a slight uneasiness with this label of politician, and I don't know where this comes from. Um, although you know, I'm 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 all, all about you know changing the perception of what politics and politicians do, um, but it's an interesting interesting difference where I've. Um, I've uh, I, on the one hand I've got this good impression of politics and the necessity of it and and I call some politicians my friends and on the other hand I observe the slight uneasiness sometimes of this label um but it's, it's good to hear that from you yeah, yeah that you don't I mean, have maybe that it's, hmm. no I don't but I I think it's maybe also related to uh the externality of the word polit uh, politician so as a politician You are expected to be outgoing, outspoken, have an opinion about perhaps many things. Um, there is a uh, there are actions associated with being a politician, and I think that's another hurdle that many people have, and rightly so. How exposed do I want to be? How mm -hmm. public do I want to be? How public am I comfortable in being? And that's another element that I think we need to discuss is um, people won't vote for, for your ideas. They need to know who you are. And so you need to, what, to, to turn your life inside out and to share all your intimate secrets with a public that you don't know, but they need to know who, who you are. And I think um, there's an element of truth to it, but... If you look at if you look at people today whom you trust and and whom you like, it's not always because they've shared with you the most intimate secrets. It's because what they do and how they act is with integrity and with passion and with openness and transparency. 
And I, mm. I, I do believe that there is a possibility to be a politician without being, uh, you know, an X Factor mm. star as well. I think, yeah. I think you, you, you should be able to retain your privacy and, and, and be respected for what you try to do and how you try to do things. And I think we shouldn't, um, I think, I think that's something that has to change as well because I completely understand why a lot of people would be concerned and scared even if being a politician means everybody gets to know everything about your life. Why, when did that become a thing? Yeah. Is it because the ideas are not enough? Is it because it's easier to 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 tell a, an untruth or a, a distorted truth if people like who you are? You know, yeah. I think we need to examine why that's necessary. Yeah. So honesty and transparency does not mean being being X factor star, right? If I, <laughs> if I try to sum sum that up and um yeah the could, could i i can imagine it's it's encouraging to hear for someone who might might have those worries um uh, how much do i have to share that 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 that's not necessarily that's not not necessarily the case um i didn't plan to ask you about but be, since we since we're there already because you ran for for office in 2019 mm -hmm. for the european parliament um how was how was that experience because i I mean, I guess that was the first time you ran for office and just linking back to what we just talked about, you know, then you being really being a politician, right. Who runs for office um, and putting yourself out there. Uh, Such a privilege. Was it was a privilege. It was really nice. <clears throat> first of all, because um, you have to understand that you have a responsibility, not just um, to yourself, but to all the volunteers around you who are working to make a press conference happen, to hand out flyers with you, to even make the flyers, you know, to, to, to have networked with the journalists so that the journalist calls you up or to have, you know, organized a, a venue so you can have an event. So many volunteers are working around you that it's, it's, it's such a privilege to be able to not just, um, you're not just standing for yourself. You're standing for all the people who believe in the politics that you represent and who believe in the work, that this work is important. And I think once you realize that, it's not about you, it's about mm. everyone else. There's a freedom in that. Well, I, I, I find there's a freedom in that because self-consciousness, embarrassment, oh, I'm not ready, I don't think I can do this. That's when you start to think about yourself saying, oh, I don't feel comfortable, or I've never done this before. But it's not about you, it's about what everyone around you, including you, are trying to achieve. And once you kind of get into that mindset, um, I found it both, as I said, a privilege, but also um, an important experience to hold. Um, mm. Because it, it, is, it is hard, certainly hard to be a candidate, but with And I just kind of said, with Vault's program being based on really best practices and science and having that type of discussions that we have, open dialogue, respectful dialogue, it, 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 it becomes part of the way that you engage in the campaign. And so I've found that both in 2019, running in Belgium, in a different country, I live in Denmark usually, um, 
what I found was all those values that Bolt is 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 uh, is founded on. That when you take those values out into the public, the expectations are also different because you come in to a debate politely, interested, curious, and knowledgeable, not spinning things, not you know trying to accuse the other person of being a little bit worse than they than they might be. You're coming into a situation saying, "This is a problem. How do we fix it?" And having that approach is just very gratifying. Yeah, and it's really interesting because at the same time, you're this is the ideal how how at least I guess we both think politics should be like and the role of a politician, right? That that they they're serving the public, so that they're mm -hmm. in it to serve the public. It's mm -hmm. it's not about them. It's about the public and, and what they can do. And at the same time, you're saying that not only is this an ideal of the job description, let's say, but it's also making your job easier at the end of the day, right? Because it shifts, it shifts the focus by shifting the focus from yourself to others. It makes you less self-conscious. It takes the burden away of, hey, this is not. This is not about about me, so I don't have to worry about mm -hmm. me and myself. You know, I can worry about the the job, the ideas, the the service to the community. Correct. I was thinking before the podcast about when I think of Katrin and her leadership <laughs> style. You know, what what is it that I think of? And I think of two words. And if it's just two words, it would be the first word would be inspiration, and the second word would be worker so and if I, if i could add a few more words to that it would be like commitment to put in the work so that that's really you know working with you that's that's how i how i see you um how does this land with you <laughs> does it reflect it and if you had to pick like a second question would be if you had to pick one of these inspiration or worker what's more important for you um inspiration And 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 by that, and I I I am grateful that 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 you put the, both those terms uh, against my my name. I think those are those are. Uh, I'm very grateful that that's the way you see me, and uh, I I want to be perceived as such. So, yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but if I had to choose, uh, I would choose inspiration because this is not um, you know this is not something that 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 you can do on your own. This is not. And you, you can't do this on your own. So um, my aspiration is to inspire. And um, and you, you know we we discussed this back in the day, leading by example, uh, a core phrase that's been with mm -hmm. with Vault, I believe, since its beginning. Um, and uh, and I think being inspired. Also means that 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 that's you know your inspiration can only come from from within. I think you have to something has to resonate within yourself and say, okay, this actually this actually inspires me. And there's no way that I, as an external in influencer, can know exactly at which point someone is inspired. You might be able to see it in in their eyes. You might be able to see it when they light up and they go, yes, that's what, what I want to do. I agree with you. Yes, exactly. You may you may get those, you know, get those responses on a, on a good day. But sometimes inspiration happens internally through a process and it builds up 
And if I'm able to generate inspiration in others, then I know that they will take on this, you know, the responsibility of carrying forward their own inspiration. Because you can't, it's very difficult once you're inspired to not act on it. That's very hard. <laughs> yeah. But I guess, I guess the difference also being, I mean, if you inspire people, and I guess you do this with your team, it's it's continuous inspiration, right? Because the problem with inspiration is that um, you might let, let's let's say there's an inspiring speech, right? You give a give an inspiring speech, and people feel, yeah, I want to do something, right? There's a spark there, um, but they might not do anything afterwards, right? Because mm -hmm. perhaps um, they don't know what to do, mm -hmm. or just like that, that inspiration fades away quickly, mm -hmm. and I guess you inspire but there's a continuous inspiring and it, 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 i think it happens because you are there on a consistent basis right people can see you in in action you're you're leading by example not just once giving a speech a one off but they feel inspired continuously yeah to maintain that area of responsibility but also the level of inspiration And I must be honest, I must be honest, I, I, uh, I take some time once in a while to sit down and write down some thoughts and go, why am I doing this? Come on, Kath, what's the, tell me again. <laughs> why, why, what's going on? Why am I doing this? Why am I sitting another evening until one in the morning writing something that no one might read or whatever? And, and I always come back to the same thing is that if I don't do something and I, and I, and I look around and I go, I, I, I can't just not try. It's too, it's too damn important. Yeah. And, and actually what a fantastic way to, to keep reminding yourself of why are you doing what you're doing? <laughs> um, It's a. It can be a very challenging question as well, but especially in politics. Yeah, why? Why? Why are we doing this? Mm -hmm. um, I've recently read a lot about power and what power does to us. Uh, also, what not having power does to us. Mm -hmm. um, but you know, one, one effect of what power does to us is that, uh, literally, in the brain, it if we if we if we're not careful, too much power over a long time affects our capacity for empathy. Mm -hmm. um and and because of that we start focusing a little bit more on ourselves and less on mm -hmm. others and and then i think this this what you just mentioned asking yourself why am i doing this you know is it still for whatever reasons i started out with or you know has it changed and am mm -hmm. i am i happy with that answer um it's really really important i think if you i mean <clears throat> i think if you If you write down those answers and you find that you start writing, I want to be uh, in, like, I want to be the best or I want to be in the top one or I want to be, then you might be more of a sports athlete or something like that than a community organizer. Because um, I, the way that I see success, um, not just for Vault, but in general in communities, is if you can build a framework that other people can use effectively and improve their own engagement, their own inspiration, and they can feel supported by what you're doing, um, then for me, that is the most important thing. Because 
if we have generations and generations of people who are either apathetic or even worse, inspired but untrained in how to engage politically, how to engage societally, um, that's that's a major problem. That's a that's a major con- concern. I mean, if you have more people who know how to do activism, then it's not down to one or two people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, what would Katrin now advise to the Katrin <laughs> four years ago before she got into politics? Any any anything final that you share with listeners? Um, wow, four years ago. No, I'd actually say, Catherine, today you should be a lot more like you were four years ago. Because four years ago, I was just saying, let's do it. Let's, let's jump. Let's, let's run out. Let's do these things. Let's just push, push, push. I was doing, um, a lot of stuff because I wanted to. I was very self-indulgent in that way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But honestly, uh, you know, it, if you want to do something and you're prepared to organize it and you're prepared to stand by it, you should probably just do it. Don't wait for someone to say to you, um, oh, yes, this is okay, or, oh, can I please have a 50-euro reimbursement for my expenses? Just do it. You know, speak to speak to some people and, and say, hey, I want to learn more about this topic. Can you come and give a talk at some point? Let's find a venue. I don't know where yet, but we'll find a venue. It's no problem. Um, be less afraid because if, if your heart – and when I started out four years ago, I was just – I think the best description, if I should paint a picture, would be running around with my hands over my head going, this is amazing, this is amazing, let's just go and do this and make everybody aware the vault exists. And and I, I think that happy energy is something that we need to understand that there are so many people around Europe who don't know that vault exists yet. And they deserve to understand that we exist. <laughs> that's that's so cool and, and and i'm really thinking now of um take take any politician that that's been in politics for a long time <laughs> and that uh, that that's who's missing that energy and i think <laughs> yeah. a little bit of that energy <laughs> uh, could would go would go a long way so it's great great to see that you know a little bit more how you were for like four years ago i i really like that <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the it's the starter energy, right? It's the starter energy yeah. that that uh, that will get you through the dark nights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Catherine, it was a really a big pleasure uh, to have you have you on the podcast. Um, th- thanks a lot. Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening. I hope you liked the episode. Please share it with someone who might find it valuable as well. And if you have a topic you'd like me to cover or a guest I should talk to, let me know. You can find out more on my website. Head over to politicwise.org. Until the next time. <laughs>